The gospel story is interesting because this is the first time in the gospel of Luke where we encounter demon possession. This is the gist of our gospel reading for today. It is about a man with the spirit of an unclean demon. I wonder if you still believe in demon possession. Or do you still believe that the demon exists? How do you say it? Demon possession. How do you say it in Tagalog? I was thinking about it last night and because I wanted to say it in Tagalog, I was looking back and looking at my own childhood, how we describe demon possession in my own language. We speak Mindoro Tagalog, similar to Batanggenyo Tagalog. We have a Filipino, a Tagalog description of demon possession. We call it nasapian. May sapi or sometimes we call it nasaniban. May sanib. But sapi in Cebuano is different because sapi is shortcut for salapi. And when a person says, why sapi? It means he has no money. Wa kuy sapi. Nasapian. May sapi nasaniban. My dear brothers and sisters, the ancient world believed that the air, our environment, was thickly populated with evil spirits that sought entry into people. The ancient world, the world of Jesus, believed that often evil spirits would enter a human being either through his food or his drink. And these evil spirits cause various types of illnesses. The Egyptians believed that there were 36 different parts of the body. Well, I am not sure if it's really 36. Maybe you can consult Mr. Google and find out if there are really 36 parts of the human body. But the Egyptians of old believed there were 36 different parts of the human body and any of these body parts could be entered into and could be controlled by one of these evil spirits. There were different types of evil spirits. There were the spirits of deafness, spirits of dumbness, spirits of fever, spirits that took a person's sanity and wits away. The spirits of lying, spirits of deceit, spirits of uncleanness, and so on and so forth. And it was the spirit of uncleanness that Jesus exorcised in the gospel reading for today. Fortunately or unfortunately, modern man, we ourselves included, there are some of us who regard belief in spirits as something Jurassic, something primitive, something superstitious. Especially those who live in big cities, they have outgrown belief 
in evil spirits, but our Lord Jesus seemed to believe in them too. There are several explanations, and let me cite the different explanations about belief in evil spirits. Number one, our Lord actually believed in the existence of evil spirits. That is why when we pray the Our Father, when He was teaching the Lord's Prayer to the disciples, He said, Among the things that you have to pray for is, Deliver us from all evil. Deliver us from all evil. Because there are demons, there are evil spirits all around us. The second point, our Lord is possible that He did not believe in the existence of evil spirits. But the sufferer in the gospel reading believed intensely and Jesus could cure people only by assuming their beliefs about themselves to be true. So if you are sick and somebody says to you, there is nothing wrong with you, you are not sick. That is no help. The reality of the pain has to be admitted before a cure can follow. And the people believe they were possessed of devil, devils and Jesus, like a wise doctor, knew he could not heal them unless he assumed that their view of the trouble was real. The third and final point, modern thought has been swinging round to the admission that perhaps there is something in demons after all. There are certain troubles that have no physical explanation. There are certain troubles that have no biological cause as far as can be discovered. And there is no reason why a person is ill, but a person is ill. Since there is no physical explanation, some people now think there must be a spiritual one and that demons may not be so unreal after all. My dear brothers and sisters, interestingly, the people in the gospel were astonished at the power of Jesus. The East was full of people who could exorcise demons although their methods were weird and wonderful. For example, an exorcist would put a ring around the afflicted person's nose, he would recite a long spell, and then all of a sudden, there would be a splash in a basin of water which he had put near to hand, and voila, the demons was driven away. The difference between all this hysterical paraphernalia and the calm single word of command of Jesus is that His authority awed and surprised those who witnessed the event. What does this mean? Our Lord Jesus does not need any authority to prove His claim. He was authority incarnate. His authority to drive demons away is from God. It was His own. And so here is a man, Jesus, 
who speaks as one who knows. And people were astonished at his teaching because his speech was with authority. Our Lord drove out demons in many ways. The dumb could talk. The deaf could hear. The blind could see. The paralytic could walk. This is indeed God. Amen.